0: Welcome to 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlowe, our brand performance podcast, where we connect and collaborate with other self-sustaining entrepreneurs, authors, and experts. Hi, I'm Marlo Higgins, your Chief Inspirational Officer. I like to say, when we perform, we get paid. This podcast focuses on the areas of confidence, mindset, leadership, and performance, which all lead to increased revenues and sales. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I'm focused on the development of people by unearthing their values, talents, and self-worth, otherwise known as that self-esteem factor. People matter, self-worth matters, time matters. When it all aligns, everything works. Welcome back to this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, our brand performance podcast. And today our performance conversation is with a very special guest. We have Corey Helgens. And he has a very, very interesting story. And, you know, Corey and I recently met at a um, a large conference. And he was an attendee there with the product that he has built and the company that he has created. And it really kind of caught my eye and as you know, working with entrepreneurs and independent, small businesses, startups, you know, understanding the power of, you know, who we are, what we do, why we do it. Corey was an easy fit to say, hey, you got to come out here and you got to share your story because our people need to hear this and our audience is really going to be interested in this. So, Welcome, Corey Huggins, to our episode today. Thanks, Marl. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Okay, so let's go a little bit deeper. And of course, I'm going to let Corey really take the stage, but their story was born from a storm. And it was a single storm on June 14th in 2014. And it started the foundation for his company today. So I'm going to let Corey really kind of define the story, but some straight line winds came through, the storm impacts their family farm knocking down, and he even knows like the number of trees. It was 63 yeah. trees, and uh, most of tree, those trees were planted by Corey's great-grandfather in 1901. So he was surrounded by these amazing trees as he was growing up, and they. Um, this is where he really spent his childhood, did all of his climbing, his fort building, and his uh, exploring. And so, I'm going to turn the mic over and let Corey really kind of take us from there and um, and share a little bit more of that story. Thanks, Marl.
1: So yeah, this 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 business kind of started from that storm and another storm that happened out in Colorado, and I'll get to that point. But also the. The name of the company is actually pays homage to the farm where those 63 trees fell. Um, our family farm is called Spring Run Farms, and I wanted to pay homage to that and to my grandfather and those trees. So taking it back, I was in the corporate world for 12 years. I really had no plans on ever leaving the corporate world. I really thought I was a 30-year man. I was going to be there. I was going to be happy. Everything was great. Well, then on June 29th, 2014, literally the day before my birthday, a straight line windstorm came through our family farm, knocking down 63 trees on our farm. Um, And really just seeing everything devastated just was shocking and everything. And me and my dad and my brother, we really did not want to see these trees go to waste. So we had a lot of the wood milled. And after six months, it came back to the farm I really did not know anything about woodworking or any type of like, what do I do with it? So I just grabbed some pieces and taught myself woodworking in my garage. um, Just from scratch, read a few books, watched a couple videos, learned how to do a few things, um, spent the next year just building and creating in my garage. I'm a dad of two. I was doing my dad thing up until about 8.30 at night. I'd go out to my garage from 9 p.m. till about 2 a.m. Learning just constantly. Get up the next day at 6.30 and everything. Do the whole dad thing. Go to my job. Come back home. Um, Did that for a year. Learned enough about woodworking where I was building up enough clientele and seeing enough uh, progress that I told my wife one day, I'm like, I think I'm done with my corporate job. and." Luckily, I have a really supportive wife. She was like, I think you should do it. So a couple weeks later, I ended up quitting my job. And I essentially just started doing the woodworking thing. And one of the neat things I kind of realized was there was all this great wood all surrounding me. You know, there's these down trees that I was working with. I'm like, well, there's all these down barns and I'm going to go there and I'm going to gather that wood. There's down houses. I'd gather that wood so I would travel anywhere and everywhere within Iowa, uh, some places in the Midwest, just gathering this wood. If it was negative 25 degrees or 105 degrees, I was out there. It didn't bother me. I knew I was doing something really neat and cool. So I just gathered any piece of wood I could. And so then during my travels during that year, I ended up having a few ideas about t-shirts and designs and I basically kind of came up with my logo standing out in the middle of the woods on a, working on a down tree came home that night and sketched up our logo and three other designs and I had them there and it took me a while to go to a screen printing shop to take them there I took him there and he's like man these are really good and I'm like oh thanks and he's like you're gonna sell these right and I'm like yeah I guess so and so I ended up selling them and they sold out after a few weeks and I then I realized maybe I'm onto something and my uh, friend said to me he's like you should start a website and said I I'm, I'm not uh, 100% sure about that you know I'm just kind of starting off and he's like you should really do it think about it and I was like all right well I'll think about it I'm heading out to Colorado and I'll I'll give it some thought so we were driving out to Colorado that day when he messaged me and he said hey, I secured your website for you. You think about it. It's here waiting for you when you come back. And we were up in the mountains of Colorado at 9,000 feet up, and a lightning bolt came down right behind me and threw me three feet forward, survived. And I kind of realized that day you only live once. And I basically went home, launched the website, designed more shirts, and everything kind of took off from there and started a... Outdoor lifestyle brand company, and these two storms really formed this uh, company from the lightning bolt and the trees. And you know, it's kind of a unique way this whole company started, but I think it makes it interesting and what a journey it has been so far.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so a few different things that we're listening to um, from this story, Corey. I mean, did you realize that you were as creative as you are? That I mean, you had the circumstance happen to you, but Did you have this creative spirit prior to these experiences?
1: Yeah, I I did. Uh, You know, in high school, I I was pretty good at art. I had the choice of going to art school or pursuing some other paths. And I decided to go to school and not go, like, just go to, uh, like, not art school. And I loved history. I wanted to become a history teacher, actually. And I always had this creative side and you know you go through college and everything and i always felt like i was creative and i was doing things at home i was painting you know doing things for my wife and i just you know i never lost it it was always there but i think it was always hidden and then when these storms happened i think it just came flooding out of me and you know ever since then it's just been like a light switch has gone off and i've all these ideas and every day i say i come up with this new idea of something different. And it's it's been really great. And I mean, it's always been there. I think it just was kind of hidden in the background and these storms and kind of brought it to the forefront.
0: What I'm hearing is like a complete divine circumstance. You know, I think this is like something bigger than you saying, Corey, look, you have a gift, you have something more, and you have the ability to restore, you know, what you took as um, a pretty large circumstance with these storms, and you know all of those experiences that you've had, and you've turned them into something quite powerful. I mean, when I obviously met you for the first time, I was witnessing your goods and the quality, yeah. and you know the uniqueness, and I, you know, I was engaged. I was like, "How? You know, where do you get these? What is this?" And um, and very diverse too. I mean, it's not like yeah. you've you know you've got the full lifestyle brand, but there's a, a varied amount of products. Yes. So. Tell me about the business plan. I mean, like, let's let's go there um, f- for a minute. Like, how did you approach to say, okay, so now I've launched the website, right? I'm, I'm going yeah. to do this. But yeah. it becomes more than that. Um, talk about the business plan that, you know, that you work within or how did you go it? Or maybe you don't even have one, but give us
1: some insight, Corey. Starting off, I really... Honestly, I probably didn't have that much of a business plan. I just kind of knew I had to get my name out there. And I thought, you know, what better way to get my name out there than doing a few markets and everything. And if it takes off, great. You know, I'll kind of figure it out from there. And luckily it did. And really, honestly, I was kind of surviving from markets for the longest time, you know, just trying to get my name out there and selling things and doing a lot of custom work. And really, you know, after the the whole lightning bolt incident in Colorado and launching the website, um, it kind of took off from there and realizing like, hey, this could actually be something, you know, more. So now we do a lot of wholesale. We're going to be on a wholesale website here, hopefully in the West Coast. Um, and that will open up a whole new market for me. And I'll still do a few markets here and there. Um, around the Midwest, getting my name out in Chicago and Minneapolis. And I was just in Omaha. Um, I think doing a lot of face-to-face time is great. And like where you even saw me and you get to experience the brand firsthand and see the quality and feel the quality, I think that's a huge deal. The website's great and you know, doing wholesale is great. But when you get to meet me and the brand in person, it, it really puts in perspective. And going forward, we're going to be you know, a lot more e-commerce and website driven. Um, But I'll be out there in shows and do everything. And locally here in Cedar Rapids, we have the farmer's market and I'm there every summer. I mean, I can't beat it there because just meeting the people in general and 14,000 people come every other weekend to that thing and just getting your brand out there and talking to people and people seeing you, it's, it's, you can't beat that. But Um, moving forward we're going to be more website driven e-commerce driven Um, maybe down the line there's going to be a brick and mortar but like I said I got two young kids and we'll see we'll see how it goes but um, nowadays you don't always need a brick and mortar so it's never out of the question but we'll see how it goes.
0: Well, laptop lifestyle, right? And there's people that are listening to this episode somewhat inspired by that going, you know, here's a guy who, you know, was um, in the corporate sphere, and now is, you know, based on this circumstance, really tapped into his creativity. And almost forced into the space that you are in today and offering these like really cool dynamic lifestyle products to help yeah. other people. So, I'm, you know, and this is the question that I think everybody always wants to hear, but you know, what scares you the most, Corey, like what keeps you up at night as, you know, as you've gone through this process and, you know, you've oh, survived man. these two pretty substantial circumstances, you know, you're a father, you're, you you yeah. know, take us there for a minute.
1: For a while, I guess it was this failure, you know, failure of not doing well, the the business collapsing, or not providing the best product, and realizing, you know, everybody's scared to fail, but you learn so much from that failure, and you grow so much from it, you know. And I, I told you, I think at uh, the summit we were at, you know, for the first like year and a half, I thought I was kind of like the Clint Harp of Iowa, doing all this farmhouse stuff and building tables and I knew enough to build these beautiful tables. Well, I missed one little thing about the wood shifting and six of these tables cracked right down the middle. And I really thought the business was over and everything. And I ended up deciding that, you know, I was going to take all these tables back, build them back up from the ground up. And the worst part was that it was in the middle of winter And it was negative 25 degrees out. And I was rebuilding all these tables from scratch and making no money that winter and just learning everything all over again and kind of rebranding in a way. Um, And I grew so much from that experience. So I I wouldn't say like failure scares me as much. I know that I grow from that. I, I don't know. This may sound a little hokey, but I guess, you know, my daughters, you know, they look to me and, they see them doing something really unique and really proud. I think in a way I'm always afraid to like let them down, you know, that you work so hard for your kids to show them that, you know, anything's possible in, you know, you can overcome everything. I think in a way to like maybe let my daughters down or not show them that anything is possible. I think that's what scares me the most is just to let down your kids I know that some might sound a little hokey, but it's true. I mean, I, I don't know. It's kind of tough to explain, but it's. I think that kind of scares me, but it drives me too. You know that absolutely, that, you
0: know, yeah. I mean, and you know that is sustainable, right? Just knowing yeah. that you are there to provide and and to show them the power that you have by being a creative and mm-hmm. not letting it. Overwhelm you, but how do you work yourself through those? You know those times, Corey. Like when you do have that, like because it's all around mindset, right? Um, You know we have to overcome, and it's that negative self talk that we have going on upstairs, and saying, "Hey, you know these." Like you said, you gave the example of you know working in that first round of building those you know those tables, but -hmm. then you had the integrity, and you overcame with integrity by doing the right thing, right? You Mm -hmm. knew that I was just going to fix it. How do you shift yourself out of that space?
1: I think any creative, they always go through a point where you like it's over or it's not going to work. And I, you know, honestly, it's just the way I do go about it is just kind of creating more things. Like if I just have an off day or I just feel negative, maybe I'll walk away for a little while, maybe take that, that half a day off or something and get back to it, you know, or I'll try to think of the next thing or it's, it's kind of odd. I guess I, you know, I go through those times of where you just feel down about everything. But I think when I go out there and I, I try to think of the next thing or it pushes me past it. And, you know, I just, I don't know. It, it, it's kind of odd. I think I step away for a little while, the other day, I was out in the wood shop, and i I was trying to build something and it broke and then I just was like, "Oh my gosh, this doesn't work at all so i you know I stepped away and took a little time and um I went and got my kids from school, and the next day I was back in there, and I felt great, and you kind of I think you need to step away and just realize like it doesn't always have to be perfect, and you know you can step away, it's okay, and you know the next day we'll be there and you'll figure it out.
0: I agree. Yeah. So step back to step forward. I mean, that's, that's very, there's just a lot in that space right there. And just, you know, we all need to be validated at times. And especially when we're entrepreneurs and there's really no specific charted path, right? We don't really always have those answers, but just listening to yourself, you know. Like when yeah. you're in that space, like your tension is great enough to say, look, Corey, just walk away, you know, just yeah. walk away before the tension is so big that, um, yeah, that it just catapults itself even further. Okay. So how do you set goals? I mean, like, talk to us about the business. I mean, you've, you've started a company, so you've launched it, you've got the product line. What does goal setting look like for for you and the company right now?
1: One of the things somebody told me a, a while back ago was, don't move too fast. Don't grow super big. And then, you know, all of a sudden everything's going to collapse on you. So, you know, I, I I set goals in the way of like, maybe, you know, not too big of steps, you know, I'm not shooting to become a national brand or anything right away. Um, You know, it's small steps, small advances this next year. One of the goals is getting a better, Website and e-commerce and everything and you know small steps and saying those small goals. I, I, I don't want to look too big and set this massive goal. I think you're just uh, setting yourself up for failure. One of um, I can't remember who I was talking to um, a while back ago. Um, they asked me, "Well, don't you want to become a national brand?" And I said, "Well, there's going to be time when I can. I'd rather, you know." Set my goal smaller. Let's let's focus in the Midwest first. Grow the brand here, and you know time will tell. And you know then it can become a national brand. I think setting these small goals and then achieving those and then moving forward. I think if you set these massive goals, you're setting yourself up for failure. So this next year, I am saying goal of better website, better e-commerce platform, and then I'm going to head up to Minneapolis. this next year a couple of times and get the brand up there. I want to go out to Denver to the um, uh, outdoor retailer show to see what that's like and prep for that down in uh, 2021 is my goal to get down there. So, um, you know, small goals I think is where the best like fit for me is and not these crazy huge goals Mm-hmm. And I seem to, when I set these small goals and achieve those, and then you get confidence and you build from there. And so I, I think seeing these smaller goals first, and I have a set of small goals this year and I'll work to achieve those.
0: Absolutely. You know, and, and I think, you know, myself as a triple crown entrepreneur, right. So I was um, part of starting a company, you know, Rebranding another, and these were multi-million-dollar companies. We had a vision and a concept, and then now today I stand in my own. So I've launched my own personal brand, and and through that, I mean one of the greatest mistakes we made in company number one that I was part of is um, we diversified so quickly,
1: mm-hmm. and you know
0: we started with one product and built it to a multi-million-dollar arena in 39 states, drove international markets, but then diversified. Thought you know well we need to keep building and adding and Um, Diversify too quickly. And that was one of our, when we were doing the business research, we were told too that, you know, don't diversify too quickly. Don't, you know, don't get ahead of yourself. Mm -hmm. And we did that exact thing. And yeah, Yeah. the demise happened. So I I understand and I can relate. And there there are other people too, you know, listening to that and understanding those small steps, you know, and having those goals. I mean, it's good to have a big vision, of course. But, you know, seeing yourself in that 365 day goal. Strategy mm-hmm. is is key. So as we you know kind of start coming into the close here, is there any words of advice, Corey that that you have that as somebody's listening to you as an entrepreneur through the experience, any tips, pointers, or advice you've got to share?
1: One of the pieces of advice is um, for anybody who who wants to do something like I do. I think it doesn't hurt to like get yourself out there go experience more of life. I guess in a way I was, um, was, you know, I was in the corporate world for 12 years. I was in an office building. And so, you know, to me it was a chance to get outside and be out there and do these markets and meet these people. I I think um, just getting yourself out there to basically experience more of life I can't remember the the piece of advice that, you know, no good designer really designed something great sitting in their studio 24 seven, you know, you got to go out there and experience more of life. Those life experiences will give you the creativity that you need to do something really great. I think putting yourself out there and experience more of life and experiencing new things is the best way to, create your vision. For me, it was just, you know, getting outside and traveling and experiencing things and uh, meeting these people and it helped build the company.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, you're never going to regret experiencing life, you're never going to look back and say, man, I, you know, wish I wouldn't have done all those amazing things that I did and had those stumbles and those circumstances. Because, you know, like I said, you're, you're an extension, your daughters are watching you do this, and they're living that life with you, and you're showing them how and that's just that in itself is pretty dynamic. Okay, yeah. so give us, um, as we come into the close, what's the website? Where can we find you? Um, and give us maybe one of your top products that you love And we're going in, you know, holiday seasons and sure. um, give us some, some goodies there.
1: So our website is uh, www.springrundesign.com, and you can find most of all our products there. I'm working to get the woodworking stuff out there, Um, but you can find all of our apparel out there. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. And one of my personal favorites, honestly, is our canoe paddles. Um, I started basically carving those this last winter, just learning the process of building something out of nothing and carving this unique piece of functional art is what I'd call it. And it's just really, I don't know if it harkens back to the days of, um, you know, canoeing where, you know, it was just everywhere and just having a handmade canoe paddle. It's something I personally love. Um, I think that's one of our greatest products. And then um, some of our apparel is really great. Our flannels are out now and everybody loves a good flannel for winter. So those are my two favorites right now is our flannels and our canoe paddles. But um, flannels
0: and canoe paddles, man, right there. (laughs) I mean, it's like, you know what? Yeah, that's the bomb. I mean, I love it. So nothing wrong with being in that business. I mean, that's, that'll take you home for sure. All right. So um, this was just fantastic, Corey. Thank you so much. This is just interesting. Thanks, Daryl. So to learn more about Corey Helgen and his brand, you can visit our website at marlohiggins.com where you can add Corey to your circle of influence, connect to his different resources, shop his goods, and um and learn more about a story. So thank you so much for joining us today, Corey. It was it was a delight.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: We invite you to share this podcast with others and thank you in advance for your partnership. If you enjoyed this episode and it left you feeling inspired, share your biggest takeaway on our Perform and Get Paid community Facebook page, where we'll engage and respond to your questions. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and Chief Inspirational Officer. Have an awesome rest of your day. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I coach executives to gain clarity and remove self-doubt to increase performance in sales. To book a complimentary coaching session with me, simply visit MarloHiggins.com and click on the work with me tab to schedule a call. Did you like this podcast? If so, subscribe and share with all of your friends. And if you want even more awesome resources to gain clarity and remove self-doubt, plus some personal insights from me that I only share in email, get yourself over to MarloHiggins.com and sign up for the email updates. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you next week on 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. If you're into it, subscribe, leave a review, and tell all of your friends. We would sure appreciate it.